Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we're taking a long look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. (laughs) Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. This is episode four of our breakdown of 1987's RoboCop from Paul Verhammen. Uh, Verhoeven, whatever. I, what movie is this? Who? <laughs> I'm very excited about this. I couldn't be more excited. The beer is still flowing. Uh, what are we is. drinking here, Mr. Arnold? So, so today we are drinking Houston's own uh, St. Arnold Art Car IPA. Um, if you've never had this um, for craft beer aficionados i'm not going to go as far as to call it a direct comparison to uh tropicalia from creature comforts but it's probably the one of the closest things or maybe the closest thing that saint arnold's got to that to that lauded beer so if you're in atlanta and you're wondering what we're drinking this is this is pretty damn close and it's awfully damn delicious this is a hoppy mofo right here i'm reading the label 7.1 percent alcohol by volume solid but you also get a lot of citrus notes kevin yeah you get citrus, some, uh, some, some, tangerine, blood or- some blood orange some peach peach rind or it's, it's, uh, no peach pit you don't even know. notes some, notes of notes of dog's breath <laughs> uh sorry so we'll, we'll cut that out no you don't have to cut it out leave it in <laughs> leave it in i want that to make the owner oh, to make where did we where did we leave off i'm glad that you asked that because here in my notes um the last thing that I have is we had just uh, we just had Robocop slash Murphy. Now, I think we've gone full schizophrenic um, and he has just left his house, his abandoned home. Yeah. After freaking out on the virtual real estate agent busting that screen. <laughs> right, right, right. And so the next scene in the movie picks up in some like lit ass nightclub yeah. everyone is getting down it's definitely not my scene but i'd kind of like to go i feel like this is the nightclub from every 80s movie it's definitely like the nightclub from terminator oh, tech yeah. noir oh yeah it's there's there's a little bit of everything in there there's some there's some like punk guys in spiky there, some hair guys, yeah some some like super like 80s euro trash again guys it's like techno music is pounding and every all the lighting is red everyone is in there to get down and it's awesome when suddenly we cut to uh well we, we'd be remiss to to mention that one guy that's going absolutely crazy is paul verhoeven himself yes sort of the cameo yeah he's like getting right at the camera the cameras <laughs> in his and i gotta say that the, the the camera work at this part sort of like first person they're like following around and people are actually interacting with the camera a little 
have been. Yeah. Like, they're seeing, the, they're aware of the camera. Do you think that's supposed to be RoboCop walking through there? Um, yes, I think we're getting a RoboCop point of view. So I see like Verhoeven is dancing. Oh, they want to dance with RoboCop. <laughs> Go Robo. Uh, and so, and do so the we, Robo. We do round, the Robo. I would do the Robo. So, so RoboCop rounds a corner and we see dancing in the crowd a much, a much older, not much older, we'll just say a little bit older, clearly older than everyone else Slightly in the crowd. Older. Ray Wise. Leon, the character's name is. Leon from Clarence Boddicker's gang is getting down. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is confronted by RoboCop. Yeah, RoboCop gets right in his face. Basically, he, he sort of just slams him around and arrests him, I well, guess. Not before, not before Leon tries to get one cheap shot, tries to kick oh. RoboCop in the junk. <laughs> Rookie mistake. That's a, yeah, I never never try to kick a metal man. Yeah, so he falls to the ground, kind of grabbing his foot, which is probably broken, one can yeah. assume, or, or at least fractured a toe, which, by the way, there's nothing you can do for that. Put no, on it. absolutely. Wait for it, just wait for it. And then you get, then you get an extra, like, uh, a little bit of theater work the placing of the hand on the head oh like he dragged him by the hair yeah yeah but, but he uh ray wyatt sells it leon sells the the pain He's the screaming agony. as he drags got him that, out. that robot grip you had this short short-lived victory though because then we cut to uh bobby morton's house his lavishly appointed <laughs> swing pad he had previously told his um his his buddy, his yeah, executive buddy, guy. he's like, oh, I'm partying with a couple of models tonight. On Thursday night, yeah, he turned down a racquetball invitation. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah, no, he looks he looks like he's so. But his yeah, he's definitely doing drugs with these quote unquote we've, models. We've never really talked about the. And I know, I know because you're supposed to be concentrated on the sheer volume of cocaine on the table and on <laughs> everyone's clothes. But like his his triple TV stereo setup that's built into the wall. Oh, yeah, dude. It was like unbelievable wall to wall. But why is there, Why are there three TV monitors? Why not? <laughs> there was a similar setup. The guys were were rocking it in um, three men and a baby. They had like a Mac daddy like entertainment like media room i remember set that. up i yeah. guess that was like the lap of luxury in that late oh 80s God. i can't even imagine what that that three-bedroom apartment cost Dude. in new york now would insane be like eight hundred thousand dollars or something ridiculous yeah like that, insane um anyway so. bob morton's house is nothing to sniff at uh, he's got this unintended he's got like a scarface like mountain of cocaine like oh laid out God. It, and he's it's prodigious. <laughs> <laughs> that, I thought there was a pretty big hotness disparity between the two girls. The cocaine makes Bobby love them both equally. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. Um, so <laughs> I love, I love the, I love that he's making out with one chick, and then he starts sniffing the coke out of the. Other she girls. lures him over with a yeah, with, with so cocaine and cleavage. a cleavage. <laughs> coke cleavage is a brilliant, brilliant lure. By the way, I that was. I mean, I've not ever done coke. I've only seen it in the movies and that seemed like a lot that she poured on herself yeah me either <laughs> uh, oh, you, yeah me, me stay out of trouble um <laughs> so yeah the doorbell rings in a, in a hilarious bit of writing we hear that must be the champagne delivery champagne it's, huh? it's an early so I'm, maybe it was just his right hand man johnson that's what i'm saying is that i feel like <laughs> i feel like he probably now has cloud as a vp that he calls his assistant and he's got an intern and he's like hey i need champagne down here now i need it to be cold when it arrives did you read this in your research that um Verhoeven on the set, like he just referred to, he didn't call the actors by their 
given names. He would call them by their script name, you know, directing like, hey, Robocop, you do this. Uh, Morton, you do that, whatever. And like they said that no one could keep a straight face on the set this day because he was referring to the two models as like bitches. <laughs> You're just like saying, and, and bitches, you do this. Well, that makes the next that makes the next bit of this scene make complete yeah. sense because when when Bobby just opens the door, who walks in but Clarence? It's Clarence Boddicker with gun drawn who yeah. immediately is like, bitches, leave. <laughs> and they scramble out. I think one of them is like, are you going to call, call me? me? <laughs> Which is sweet. And he, oh, I think gonna, they were in love. He's gonna, yeah, totally. I feel like he, does Morton sort of protest briefly and then Clarence just shoots him? Yeah, he's like, what the hell are you doing in my house? Are you out of your mind? And I think it's like, it's a it's an immediate gunshot to the right knee. Like, Ouch. immediate. And, and great, uh, uh, what is it, squib work on this. The blood squibs oh. look legit. But he shoots... Bobby in the knee and then shoots him three more times once in, in the, the same leg and then and then like twice in the, the other leg. leg. Like you're not going anywhere. That's brutal. Um which and Ferrer sells it man because I can't even I can't imagine being held at gunpoint. I know people who have been held at gunpoint. Yeah. Gunpoint. I have a friend Stafford Hardman if you're listening listening shout out who was actually shot at one point um because she refused to give her purse up to the guy who was trying to mug her. Damn. So anyway, yeah, Clarence shoots Bobby in the leg. Bobby is desperate like pleading for his life don't kill me i'll give you whatever you want yeah he's like whatever you're you know whatever they're paying you i'll double it or yeah clarence is a man a few words in this scene mm-hmm. pulls out uh, early dvd technology and pops it into yeah bob's that was uh, pretty awesome really yeah. i'm like that was futuristic tech well it's like i would imagine what if the first take had been like he pulls a laser disc out a big ass laser it's disc like, yeah i guess they must have been inspired by the fact that laser discs were on the scene in, yeah. in that year. Yeah. Um, but DVDs, I think, were they were and on the cut. CDs but, were obviously a but thing. you could only afford, yeah, CDs had, had come on because I remember at that time going to, like, Turtle Music with my dad and, um, and like, cassettes. In the Robocop soundtrack. Cassettes and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cassettes and CDs. CDs were all the rage. My dad had, a, like, a bitch in stereo. It was That's CD awesome. Player, like, in 1988, 89. What was your first ever CD that you had? Oh, man. My first CD... I, I got a CD player for Christmas one year. So I kind of remember I got like a handful of CDs that first Christmas. I think my first ever was the Aladdin soundtrack. Yeah. And crisscross. <laughs> and then I think from my aunt, then the same Christmas, I got maybe a Duran Duran, a tears for fears. That's kind of badass. And, uh, oh, yeah. and, um, what's the, and Michael Bolton. Oh my God! Moms love Michael Bolton. Uh, yeah, so he had that I, long flowing mullet I'm at the time. To think that, that I can clearly remember uh, some a few of the first CDs. I don't remember if they were exactly the first. The Aladdin soundtrack was definitely among among the first that I right on. But I remember one was just like a compilation of like great piano music because at the time I was big into like. Piano, I was a classical mm-hmm. pianist. I was in a different kind of headspace. As a, I was a weird kid. <laughs> no, man. Look and look what you've become. Uh, a wonderful young beer drinking man. That's right. <laughs> the future's bright. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel, I feel like we were talking about a movie a minute ago. What movie is this? <laughs> that was, so, Ro- so, that's so, RoboCop. So, yeah, Go Robo. Pops, Go Robo. Clarence pops a disc an early DVD in and it's a message from none other than Dick Jones and you were quick to point out that you, you have to talk, tell the audience about I this. just like laugh at the thought of Dick Jones like 
says setting up lights, setting up a camera a and camera. tripod. Because there's not going to be anybody else in the room, right? It's just well, him. my only thought was or was Boddicker there, like running the camera. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good point. And he's like, you know, we need to get three point light on this. <laughs> yeah, you need a. We got to adjust your uh, yeah your fill light. We need. We need uh, <laughs> can we do the backlight a little bit more? We we got a shadow coming in. But do like, we need some powder. He's videotaping <laughs> what is essentially a murder confession. He's videotaping it. Um. Yeah. So Jig Jones is delivering the message, right? He's like, we could have been friends you know we could have we could have worked together but you went over my head and like giving him all that you know he's very menacing and all that but first of all ronnie cox so good at like this sort of smug smirking like white collar bad guy thing that he's oh, got yeah. going on oh, yeah. here but the attitude he's got is like hilarious because it's almost like hey nothing personal you know, like uh, I'm taking you out or no, I'm, I'm cashing, cashing you out, out. Bob. Uh, how like how long do you think it took to make that video or how many takes? Was there a prompter? I think I feel like did he get it on the first take or was he like, I'm sorry, we got to stop. Can, Can go I back. start over again? We've been here for three hours. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You fly, Bobby. But I just yeah, the 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 effort that our man Dick Jones must have put forth to make this video just staggers me. It did look good. must say. Yeah. The final, it was well was lit. He was like in front of a backdrop, like and a, then, like glamor shots. <laughs> and then, and then as the confession is rolling, we see, we see Clarence sort of mm. seductively pulling the pin out of some, I guess, military grade grenade. He's making love to that grenade. <laughs> <laughs> pulling the pin out. It's seductive. It's, it it's, is. I think that was a prop they made for the movie that they were never really happy with the way it looked, but it was kind of cool. at that digital countdown. It looks like a space age thermal detonator from some Star yeah. Wars shit. I mean, it's like, what is going on with that thing? It was clearly like so much more destructive than just your typical grenade that you think of, I right. guess. Like it blew the house up, essentially. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm wondering is, is like, all right, so we'll fast forward a little bit. We see the house explode and it looks like it explodes from every angle. Like there were explosions <laughs> coming from every room of the house. You're not wrong. And and so I guess it is. That's why I was saying like military grade. It wouldn't. So yeah. because my, my initial thought was crawl to another room, crawl behind something. He is. He's like sort of trying your, to fumble for the grenade. Make yourself small, but it, it wouldn't matter. It's not going to yeah. matter if you're going to die. It's probably no CP grenade. That's what I'm saying. Is it he, like maybe grade. Morton knew. That's like that, an ED there's 209 to get level. <laughs> it's the ED 209 of grenades. <laughs> there's no, basically, there's no way for Morton to get safe. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd buy that. I'd buy that for a dollar. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Clarence has no time to waste. He leaves straight from the murder scene. All of the evidence has been mm -hmm. destroyed in the well, fire. Well, he's got a big meeting with, like, the drug king. That's right. He's got a big meeting at Sal, the, Sal. We, we guess, Italian drug kingpin's operation. This seems to be, like, a very above-the-board, like, drug operation this here. guy is the henry ford of coke dealers he's got the, the assembly line set up shout out detroit that's right um Go detroit but it was like a huge space it was very well lit i feel like there was also just lots of cocaine just dumping on the ground that was missing the vials well yeah there was, well, there was a lot of waste, waste there. i wonder if that gets swept up or it probably gets caught maybe the guys get to keep that ah Sal, Sal knows what's up. <laughs> Fringe benefits. You get to you get to take home what falls on the floor because that shit ain't. <laughs> but yeah, it's like very well lit. Guys are wearing masks, which I guess for right. safety. Yeah, um, well, you don't want them to get high. <laughs> but the dude, the damn leader guy, Sal, he's just strolling through with like silk shirt and a glass of wine. He looks great. Yeah, he's drinking a glass. I think of he wine. had a big chain, like a gold chain. Yeah, and and we yeah we hear Clarence call him uh, a wop. 
Uh, he's drinking not friendly. Yeah, we're drinking. That's not that's not good manners to anyone. He's drinking red wine, and as they're sitting at this table discussing the terms of an agreement, we see probably I think alpha move number two of the film. <laughs> right? Yes. This brilliant bit with the wine. Uh, yeah, Boddicker just like takes his f- couple of fingers and sticks them in his, the guy's glass of wine, and then just sniffs it. Weird. Which, I mean, just like, like as if to say, what's this vintage like? But Sal seems undeterred. He, 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 he wasn't really phased by that. He's like, fine, I don't care. On the, on the, so on the pantheon of alpha moves, was the Duke Jones hair yank or this fingers in the wine more alpha? I, no, I, the fingers in the wine was almost playful. The hand through the hair yeah. thing. Uh, it's Agree so completely. Like, it's, it burns. It gets you. It gets your. Yeah. It gets your motor, motor running hot I, just thinking dan- about it. My dander's up right now. <laughs> That's awesome. So he's basically. I think Boddicker's game is. You, you're going to sell me drugs wholesale because I run crime in old right. Detroit. I'm like, the unofficial crime boss. Yeah, if you don't sell me your drugs for cheap, then you're then you're, you're not going to have an operation here anymore. I'll just exactly. take over. He does drop the OCP mantra of the good business is where you find it. Which is interesting because all of a sudden now we have a correlation that we didn't necessarily mm-hmm. have before. So now we, we're seeing, starting to see yeah. some through lines. I think they're, I think throughout, I feel like they've been sort of painting a similarity between the ruthlessness of OCP's business tactics and the, Criminals. Maybe, maybe that's where the Clarence's gang is getting their business classes from. They're attending like the, junior, classes. the junior exec courses at OCP. <laughs> Very nice. So yeah, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Sal's not really feeling that, and we have what? It turns into like a Mexican standoff. Oh, yeah, everyone is standing up. Everyone's on their feet. I think, I think Sal's like, "Kill this motherfucker!" I and think, they and don't you think that in this situation, guns, 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 that the Clarence's group and the, the little beat on the table. Clarence is so does, cool, but but every I mean, he's clearly out like outclassed in this situation. Like he's yeah, they would lose. Man. They would lose They'd that blown away. But I think he's just like. I think it's a who who's going to blink first. Right. And he's like, I know it's going to be this other guy. Yeah. He knows what's up because he knows the guy knows he's dead in the water. Like our whole group would get killed, but Sal would also get killed and Sal will call his guys off because, and you you know that Sal has to be at least partially aware of who Clarence works for. Yeah. So drug Kingpin does back down. Right. And then he's what is he, he also like dropped some line about there's a Tigers game tonight. Like I never miss a game. I never, yeah. Clarence says I never miss a game, which is kind of <laughs> awesome. I like a diehard fan. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, can we also talk about how like what a boss Clarence is dressed up? He's wearing like he's wearing like a four hundred dollar barber jacket. You like that? I didn't recognize. I, I never. Wanna, it never stuck out to if me. If you watch enough Escape to the Country or enough BBC, you start to you start to notice the that barber jacket. Yeah, like it's a is that a brand or what? Yeah, barber is is a is a, a brand of British. It's a British clothier, but they're famous for these jackets they're like waxed canvas and they've got the corduroy collar and they're super durable they've got a lifetime guarantee yeah. you send them back they'll re-wax them retreat them for you and as soon as i saw him when we were watching again you know now with adult eyes i'm like that's a really nice coat and he's also he got this like ascot thing going on yeah yeah he had like a lightweight sort of scarf tied around his neck like kind of tight he looks awesome you dug it i, I like did. that i like i like <laughs> i like clarence's drug dealer chic outfit <laughs> but so yeah, he was definitely feeling himself like he. Yeah. yeah, he takes pride in his appearance, I guess. So, so so then it seems like things are winding down and agreements being made when when all of a sudden Robocop busts in. Yeah, it took him a bunch of bangs to knock that door down. But it's yeah. like 
I guess you knew it was going to be RoboCop. It's just right. Like, boom, I don't necessarily boom. think that they did. They didn't know. Yeah. yeah. But but we're all it's like aware. a battering ram. Yeah, that's, I think that's probably what they thought it was, was a police battering ram. But in walks one guy and RoboCop immediately starts individually targeting mm-hmm. guys, getting, take, like assessing the situation. Did he tell them all like to drop their guns or something? You're all under arrest, something along if those lines. If you don't cooperate, there will be trouble. That's when men was like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we but they, knew you. they like unload on oh, RoboCop. Man. Everyone's oh, yeah. shooting like AK-47s and Uzis. And yeah. But uh, again, and this is the first time where we see him in a situation where it's more than one guy. It, this is a literal, like a small army yeah. unloading everything they've got bouncing off of him. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where we see the first like Besides the crotch shot in an earlier episode that we talked about, RoboCop really go into town with the targeting. We see some nifty, like, no-look no shooting. No-look shots. He's, like, taking everybody out all over the... Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Oh, man. He lays waste to this army. Yeah, it is excellent. Uh, we also see uh, Joe gets knocked off. A, a balcony. Right. We had um, men got killed. Men gets killed right out of the gate almost. And Joe sort of got knocked into like a off the catwalk, like into a stack of boxes or something, right. much He's, like he did to Lewis. That's right. Out for the count, a little come yeah. uppins for Joe. Yep. Um, we see Robocop shoots one guy who then, uh, I think one of Sal's guys, who then like scatter shots as oh, in his death yeah. rows and shoots Sal, shoots who Sal flies, the gut. flies back like 15 feet. That was rad. Yeah, it was, it was a, a I feel like that's what Robocop's gun should have been doing to guys, like just Agreed. throwing them back across Agreed. the room. That would have been more effective. That's a pretty expensive stunt, though, to be doing it 50 times time. in one scene. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, the supposition is that the, the gun just fires a shit ton of rounds at once and it's like, it hits you with so many rounds that you die. But I, yeah. I personally, yeah, would have liked power. to see, I would yeah. like to see the body fly backwards. All for Owen, <laughs> if you're listening, there's still time, I guess. CGI. Um, and so, and so then there were two, Robocop and Clarence, who's, yep. try, who's trying to sneak out this whole time, mm-hmm. falls through, I guess, this like the ceiling, the false ceiling of an office <laughs> and uh, and gets up and <laughs> Robocop's like, all right, I came here for you, guy. He starts reading him his Miranda rights, but also like chucking him through windows. Like just several plate glass windows. And each time, I love that each time he goes through window, Clarence gets up, is more, more cut cuts up, on his more face. bleeding. It's awesome. But again, this is another example of of people in this movie is the baddies willingness to to spill the goods. Oh yeah, immediately he's just like, I work for Dick Jones. I work Dick for Dick Jones. I, I can't be touched. You can't fuck with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, he runs the police. I work for Dick Jones. He's the vice president of he's like, here's his social security number. <laughs> his blood type is and, yeah. and, 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 and Robocop still alright, but anything you say can and will be get, uh, used against you in a court of, of law. Of course Robocop's yeah, recording just, everything. Yeah, I I love it. I love it. And then, and then, right at the end of the rights, uh, uh, right at the end of this thing, he's sort of got Dick Jones in this vice grip on his throat, and you kinda he's going to kill him. Yeah, you can hear the bones cracking. And I think that Murphy, the Murphy side of his psyche, is right. like, is going to straight. Murphy up knows that this him. is the guy who killed him, right? Right. And then I think he Clarence. I think Clarence says, him. "You're the police." And that like triggers his directive. Directive number three, uphold the law, pops up on the screen. And he's like, okay, I guess I got to take him in. And then he enters into arrest mode, which I think is kind of awesome. It was like the, so it is this ongoing battle between the human and the robot side of of RoboCop. Because yeah, everyone, everyone watching the movie is like, I mean, yeah, kill him, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because if he'd been a human cop, he would have actually killed him. Now, I think 
back at the police station, it seems like, right, the police are getting ready to start the strike. The shit is reaching a fever pitch, Kevin. Okay. The cops, <laughs> the cops run in. They tell Sergeant Reed that the union has held a vote. Five more cops got killed, what, yesterday or in the last two days? Mm-hmm. Like, five more. Think about that. Like, when a when a Houston cop gets killed, it's, it's out of the ordinary. It doesn't happen yeah. like a police shooting, but it's, like, a huge deal. And so, to think about five cops being killed in a yeah, we. Day. I think it might have been last week, but either way, it's like they're dropping like flies. It is mind blowing. And so, yeah, the the same cop that's been talking about strikes for the whole movie says the mm-hmm. union held a vote and it's not looking good because we don't stand a chance out there. And who should come through the door at that at that point? Robocop. But notorious and with notorious cop killer Clarence Bonner. The titular Robocop <laughs> comes in <laughs> with like the the city's most famous police like cop killer Boddicker. That's right. Which I felt like there would have just been a the police would have, I feel like, just swarmed on Boddicker when he when they saw him. Well, I don't know. I think to see Robocop walk in with him, especially mm-hmm. in that moment, everyone was kind of gobsmacked. It sort of took the wind out of the I room. thought it was just a subdued reaction to what I would have expected, which was like cheers or or they all start roughing well, up Boddicker. Or? I don't know. I think, I think I'd be along with them. I'd be like, son of a bitch. I think I'd kind of it got take him. me a second to. Yeah. But also, can we talk about... Can we talk about Clarence, like, still just sauntering in the room? Like, even though he's bleeding. He's not a care in the world. Like, uh, whatever. This just is like I'll, I'll be out of here ass. in a day or whatever, yeah. And Robocop, anyway, he tells Sergeant Reed to book Clarence. Yeah, book him. And when asked under what charge? He's a cop killer. He's a cop killer. Which oh. is probably not the actual crime, but... Just murder or yeah. But that's that's Murphy coming through. Yeah. He's a cop killer because Robocop probably would have said something like the murder or the suspected murder of a police officer. Yeah. There's also was um I feel like this is the moment that Robocop won over all those beat cops. Like Lewis was already on his side. Right. But like all the other ones who had been skeptical when he well, first came in, they're like, this guy got Boddicker. There's nothing that a badge hates more than a cop killer or a snitch. Those two yeah. things. <laughs> cop killers and snitches, right? Yeah. I watch TV. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I watch all the shows. So, yeah. And then it's at that point, it's with that line, though, that again, you see that Lewis is like, now now I'm like, she knew that it was Murphy before, but she now she knows that, mm-hmm. like, there's been some disconnect from his programming. And, um, yeah, basically... Boddicker demands his phone call. Not before he spits, spits blood. God damn. I want my phone call. Just <laughs> spitting blood. I know he's Connor. as cool as you like. Um, he just is venom. Just venom oozing out of him. Who's he going to call with that call? I think, and I'm right, <laughs> uh, that he calls Dickie Jones in his yeah. swank office. And we hear we hear Dick uh, promising Clarence that he'll get him out of jail in 24 hours. Yeah, he's like, just keep your mouth shut. Oh, you know, we'll oops. get you out of jail in 24 hours. Oops. I would have thought those phone calls are like monitored, at least who you're calling with your phone call. I don't know. Like if he's calling OCP headquarters and then he's released instantly, like that's I, suspicious as I hell. I've talked to people on the inside before when they've called me for various and sundry reasons. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And, and it's what a I've never asshole. talked to anyone in jail. It's such a pain in the ass. Huh. Especially if you're trying to like work out a bail. <laughs> I'm just not living my life right. Apparently, I'm no, like, yeah. I think that you're probably it's probably for the best. So, needless to say, Clarence is in jail. Mm-hmm. Jonesy's been on the phone. Clarence has dimed Jones to RoboCop. Where's RoboCop going now? Well, and 
as we see Dick Jones in his office, he's got his RoboCop tracker. That's right. He so he can see that tracker. RoboCop's on his way to OCP. Yeah, we should probably mention, oh, by the way, there's a RoboCop tracker. <laughs> yeah, that was, and that was introduced well earlier with the baby food. Yeah, the baby food and the tracker. Which, so of anyway, course, he's got a low jack. Yeah, of course he does. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I love that Dick Jones does not seem to be in the least concerned about the fact that RoboCop is. Well, he knows something office. we don't know. He knows something we don't know, but there's a, there's a lot of like, like smirking and drumming of fingers on desks, mm-hmm. like patiently waiting. And when RoboCop enters that we get the epic oh gladiator God. type music. This music is awesome. And you're the one that pointed out to me and, and on subsequent watches have, have gone back and noticed that they did a killer job with mixing like big orchestral sounds with techno and that modern eighties sound of that time. It's that battle between like humanity and machine. Yeah. It's, it's really, really clever, but here, yeah, the, the music reaches this epic, uh, like crescendo. It's, it's excellent. Um, I think they're queuing us up for like, this is going to be it. Like he's going to, he's going to get the big bad guy right here and now, but people would have been disappointed to look at their watches and see, oh, <laughs> the movie's only 50 minutes long oh, have, or whatever it is. Like yeah. More minutes to go. Shit. So yeah, this the epic music swells. Robocop busts up in Dick's office and is like, "I'm here." Dick Jones is there just waiting for him, like smug as can be. I'm here to take you to jail, sir. Yep. And uh, he's like, "Oh, well, boy." Yeah, go I ahead. guess that's a pretty serious crime. I guess you guess you should arrest yeah, me. Yeah, what's the charge? And he's like, "What? He's aiding and abetting a known felon, right?" Yeah, something like that. Not not to mention you're like complicit in a murder. He mm-hmm. I guess he doesn't know that part. Yet. Doesn't know it yet. So RoboCop approaches to arrest, and what should happen? But a secret protocol, Directive Four, yeah. is triggered. Son of a bitch. It's like, cannot arrest. Any attempt to arrest a senior officer of OCP results in shutdown. Right. So Robocop's kind of glitching up. He's like sputtering. Which Jones Jones calls directive for his contribution, his own personal contribution (laughs) to the Robocop program. And we hear the the Price is Right trombones. It is like, like, and he says, you know, you're our product. We can't have you arresting us. And some great physical acting again of, of, of Robocop shutting down actually like literally being drawn like brought down to one knee at yeah. this point he can't lift his gun um all the while we get we get <laughs> we get some more just um just free freely offered uh, implication like self-implication <laughs> of crime i had to kill bob morton because he made a mistake oh my god time to erase that mistake okay it's like you are just scolding you know Boddicker, don't talk if we've uh, learned anything from from these <laughs> movies that we've been talking about and I, we've talked about it at great length and other things but it's never celebrate I quote uh, Kevin Costner's Elliot Ness in The Untouchables. Okay. Never stop fighting until the fight is done. You're nothing but a lot of talk and a badge. <laughs> Absolutely. Ray Jackson could have learned that. Half the fighters in Bloodsport could have learned that. Never stop fight, fighting yeah. until the fight is done. So, yeah. But now I think t- whatever defense it is, although I guess no one celebrates prematurely if they don't think they're about to win. But Dick Jones does think it's checkmate. He does. Like, no. he's got he Ed 209 waiting in the wings. Game over, man. <laughs> he and brings yeah, him it, in. In yeah. comes erectile dysfunction 209 <laughs> to kill RoboCop. Uh, and he just fucking unloads on him, right? He takes he takes a good blast from his cannon, which does some damage to the armor. Yeah, we, we immediately see the first the first full-scale damage of the RoboCop armor. And mm-hmm. I think that they said that there were there were three pristine suits 
and three and various three, stage three, of damage yeah, suits. Three damage suits, um, and and this this volley of gunfire actually like knocks out some of the glass, the bulletproof glass. And yeah, his we can see his eye. See, we start to see a human eye. It's kind of awesome. Um, the humanity is breaking through. And as oh, allegory, and and so we see ED two hundred nine approach Robocop. I guess to shoot him point blank, which is awesome because Robocop yeah. grabs that arm. Yeah, and a show of strength matches the strength of ED. 209 and like forces forces the arm up and he shoots off the other arm absolutely like clearly robocop's very strong oh my god um well i guess he's all like hydraulics and stuff in those arms and then right? i would say robocop uh gets on the run but he can't he doesn't run he, he gets down the stairwell Well, no I'm, t- I'm even talking before the office because ed209 starts to shoot missiles at him ah uh, yes this is true <laughs> and missing <laughs> and missing so ed209 doesn't have a targeting system not as good as robocop's apparently, apparently. now i think in dick jones's defense i think he built ed 209 with defects so that they could be paid to fix the defects Kevin, later you're a genius that's he he said earlier he's like who cares if it works or not so he's like the the at that time fiat i think now is a, a company on the up and up the, the, like the fiat designer of like yeah <laughs> or the, i don't know what's a car that breaks down on purpose is that I, I don't know they probably don't mean for it to this is like any <laughs> european car of the time you're gonna pay a shit ton of money to for the exactly upkeep. anyways basically several, ed 209 is a piece of crap he can't hit robocop who moves like a tortoise on its back and he's with a r- he's like wrecking the penthouse of the and ocp building much like Rickon stark robocop not so good at the zig or zag he moves in sort of a straight, <laughs> a line, straight line and then sort of falls to one side yeah anyway I think three <laughs> missiles miss before RoboCop somehow falls out of frame into like a stairwell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he dives into like the stair, the, the emergency stairwell or whatever it is. <laughs> this is a wonderful moment, isn't it? Oh yeah, I'm a big fan. Of this Ed Two Hundred Nine enters in like a toddler, he, he has or to like squat a down like a dogs. weird like an animal, like this unsure of uh, oh, encountering oh, a new thing. What's he's like going on. He's tentatively reaching his foot out. His little toes are grabbing. Seen a dog like walk up to the water for the first time and it's like uh, oh. Uh, my dog doing stairs the first time it was something similar like i don't know about taking this first step down what is this what is just yeah a toe in like i don't know but any or any type of toddler you've seen walking around is something similar and robocop's just trying to like just hobble his way down some stairs fuck it and ed209 says fuck it i'm going for it he just decides to go go for it he just hilariously tumbles down the stairs like rolls down the stairs and then is just flailing on his back which i love like just a, like a child throwing a tantrum like i can't, I can't get up i can't like randy in the, christmas story the sound effect the sound effect was like a pig squealing i love it i love the use of animal sounds to sort of to try to give ed209 some level not humanities but like some yeah. like beast you know, no, it's he's, great. He's like some creature. He's, <laughs> he's more than just a machine. He's like this, this uh, ghoulish creature. So, so we have to imagine, given RoboCop's pace, right? He's injured. He's probably leaking some sort of fluid that mm-hmm. he needs to live. And he's he was at probably the fiftieth floor, the sixtieth floor, floor of this building. So it probably takes him ten minutes to go down the stairs. You think ten? I think it uh, longer. I think it took like like thirty minutes to walk down <laughs> the stairs. At any rate, he probably fell down a lot of them. To be fair, yeah, he just rolled down. He's like, I'm just gonna fall down these stairs. 
So Robocop, he pops out the bottom of the building into, yeah, the, parking into the parking deck. garage. And like the SWAT team is all there with that. The goon uh, SWAT team basically, leader. Basically, they've called in the whole. Dick Jones called in like the whole OCP, his, like our, the whole you know, cops. his military wing of the right. Detroit police, basically. And we gave is, him orders like destroy Robocop, which apparently he immediately gave the lieutenant from City Hall, the City Hall disaster mm-hmm. a promotion because yeah. that guy's leading the charge. So all the all the good old Detroit police officers show up Lewis and the rest that are like you can't do this he's a cop yeah he's a police officer and, and then he's like I'm under orders yeah basically. orders are orders so yeah. and then it's and then it's fire at will right they light him up which I mean I guess maybe there was damage to the armor but this time the rounds seem to be doing damage to Robocop's yeah, armor I think at this point he's he's damaged and probably if he's sustaining that much firepower at once I mean if he's probably it, taking five times the firepower he's taking in like the drug warehouse yeah. I like the wherewithal of to put Put a big mitt over his face to protect. He was protecting his face. Protect that that the uh, money maker that chin. That's right. Got to protect <laughs> the cheekbones. Baby, no, the cheekbones. Don't hit the face. Not the face. <laughs> no punches to the face. Um, so yeah, we get we get. Uh, he manages that, a nifty escape. Yeah, he does. He they sort of force him into a corner. He falls. He rolls, and he sort of like hits three different levels to like bounce out of their field of view. Yeah, he he drops down to like the third or fourth sub level of the do garage, which, is, which was smart. And, and somehow Lewis is there. Yeah, she knew what was up. They had that like partner. Uh, they were like mind melding intuition. That's right. Yeah, she was down there waiting. She helps <laughs> somehow. We have to think that he weighs what three hundred pounds. Oh yeah, he's got to be. He's like if he's what titanium or whatever yeah. he's made of. Yeah, yeah. I heard the suit was originally supposed to be blue. Oh yeah, but they painted it to make it look more metallic because they. I thought think it, it looked good. To, it looked the so finished look is good. Yeah. It. Anyway, she helps get his ass in the car. She yeah she like in the back lets him lean against her, which yeah, as you say, that would like just probably knock Crush her over. Her. <laughs> Either way, but 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 about that time, she's they're spotted. Yeah, so yeah. they they start to unload on her as well. They made it out. Presumably, they would have had to drive back up through the level where all the police were to get out. Maybe there's a back door. Yeah, there's <laughs> always a back door. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why it wasn't shown. That's right. On that's screen. Why, or maybe she did just plow through everyone. <laughs> she could have. She massacred. She killed uh, 31 cops <laughs> also. <laughs> oh, man. That got grim. Uh, um, yeah. But so <laughs> now we've got, you know, Robocop and Lewis on are the like m- the m- fighting alone. They've got nowhere to turn to. They're going to have to do it by themselves. That's right. It's like in Fistful of Dollars or the original, the Kurosawa Yojimbo, like where the, yeah. the samurai has been kicking ass the whole movie, but then he gets seriously beat up by the rival gang. He's got to recuperate. He's got to recuperate so he can live to fight another day. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a movie staple and a Western movie staple. Oh, yeah. Unforgiven. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Comes to mind. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so we're gonna find out if Robocop's got what it takes. Does he have does he have the touch? <laughs> you got the touch. Can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> All right. We will see you next time with another round of beer and another uh, round of Robocop. Go Robo. <laughs> we'll be back.